I'm recording. Are you recording right now? Yeah, and we're in the same room. We're, well, not only are we in the same room, Claire, yeah. we're in the same bed. I know, we're on the marital <laughs> bed. We're in bed together. <laughs> And we have with a bottle the with the cats, and we have a bottle of Pinot Grigio. Yeah, we have my um, my Mister that I spoke about last week. And we're not talking about your husband. Uh, no, not that Mister. My um, essential oil Mister yeah. Yeah, is on. going, and it's got the disco lights. We might fall asleep at any moment. Well, it's calming lavender. Yeah, um, and we're, we're probably a bit overexcited, Claire, aren't a little we? Bit Claire Isaac. We are Lisa Sinclair. <laughs> yes, a bit overexcited to be in the same room recording nice. since what June. And in this issue, or in this episode, we've got some more Christmas countdown. If you get hot, Claire, because it gets hot up here mm. on the air con, just let me know. Okay. It's the Christmas countdown. countdown. You've embraced it now. I have, yeah. We're talking about um, the pressure of Christmas. You're yeah. feeling it. I'm, yeah. I'm not, and I'll tell you why later. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you for why later. Mm-hmm. Um we're talking about COVID kilos, yeah. which, oh God, I don't know how I'm going to lose all my COVID kilos by Christmas, but anyway. Um, what else were we quite interested in? Lots of culture club. Yeah, a bit of Sex in the City Sex controversy. Sex in the City controversy, yes. Uh, I've, got a, I've got a follow-up. Ooh, a follow-up. Yeah. What about my little fashion thing about the chains? Do yeah, I like that. Cool, that. Can we talk about that? that? Okay, let's go. Let's do it. So, first up, Christmas countdown. You are feeling the pressure. Yeah, I am. And um, I, I had to read a story in the uh, UK papers called Make um, Make Your Year. This doesn't make any sense. Mm. How to make this year the year you stop catastrophizing about Christmas. What is catastrophizing about Christmas? Well, you, you know, like go already going... You haven't got a ham or something. No, I think more like, you know, there's so many people you've got to see and you've got to try and fit it mm-hmm. all in and... How are you going to do it all? And what if you can't get the presents? And if you have to drive yeah. on Christmas Day, and how are you going to manage that? Yeah. Who's coming to over and who's not coming? And if your auntie Beryl's going to have a yeah hissy fit yeah get drunk yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. Ha- I mean, I have a very small family here, um, so that's n- not the problem. But I do. I d- sort of dread Christmas mm. every year, and even though I have a nice time. I, just, I think yeah. it's just Christmas itself. I'm a lot of pressure. I think people yeah. put a lot of pressure on it. But they do have some good tips in this story. So if you yeah. are catastrophizing it, yeah. start now. Oh. Not, not right, catastrophizing, start, oh, start but planning, planning now. Oh, so don't wait till the last minute to yeah. choose gifts. Do it now. So just And just spare the time. Write a list. Very important. Mm-hmm. Create three interchangeable Christmas menus so you have choices. Now... To me, that would make it even more catastrophic. I can't even... I'm trying to picture what that looks like, and I can't. I guess it's like, you know, if we were going to have the traditional, or if we're going to have a seafood feast, or if we're going to have just cold cuts and salad. But if they're interchangeable, that's really complicated, isn't it? It is, I know. Oh, okay. Also, because people always go, well, we won't do much, we'll just have a few prawns We'll just have some prawns, a ham, some salad, (laughs) some lasagna. Yeah, exactly. Um, spread events widely so that at least one of them will take place. Hmm. And then avoid comparing what happens to some ideal and said make the most of whatever takes place with whomever, whomever you are lucky enough to share the experience with, which mm. is actually quite sweet. Um, but I am already dreading it, as I do every year. Although I have bought my first present. What is it? It's a present for my cat. Um, is Floyd listening? Because I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> Turn away, Floyd. Turn away. La, la, la. Put your, fing- put your hoofs in your ears. <laughs> Pause. No, Pause in your ears. Pause in your ears. It's a Christmas tree-shaped scratching post oh, from Kmart. Oh, lucky Floyd. I know. 
<laughs> he won't know himself. Um, look, I'm not the biggest Christmas fan, and I have done something very clever. Mm. Do you know what I'm doing? Well, I do know, but tell the, tell the listeners. Tell all. Um, I, uh, I booked a flight today. I'm flying to the UK on Christmas Day. Oh, imagine the joy. So I, fl- I leave at 4pm on Christmas Day, and then I stop in Singapore... And I think it's still Christmas Day in Singapore, and then I get on a plane, and then I get off in the UK on Boxing Day. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm going to see my mother. Um, oh, I should probably tell her. I haven't told her in oh. case she's listening Surprise! to this. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> um, and I'm very looking forward to it, although I do have to leave poor Timmy, my husband, behind. But he seems okay with it. Um, <laughs> He's like, God. <laughs> and... In terms of Christmas presents, I've made a decision, what every, and everyone's getting the same thing. Mm. I'm not telling you what it is, mm. but it's edible. Great. And that's all I'm doing, and I'm, I just can't cope with shopping, online shopping. I don't want any more deliveries coming to my house. No. I don't want to be or any more messages about, your delivery's coming, your delivery's coming, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm going to go to one <laughs> shop, buy everyone pretty much the same thing. Yeah. And that's your lot. Right. I just can't. Some gravy powder. Maybe. <laughs> and who wouldn't love that? Oh, bread, a packet of bread sauce mix. <laughs> Bisto. <laughs> well, that's lovely. Thank you. Yeah, you I've already got, got something into, to look forward to. <laughs> I got into the Christmas lollies early. I bought some of the Aldi, not an ad. Yeah. Special Christmas. What was it? Um, butters- ginger butterscotch. Oh, God, was that delicious? Delicious. Is it very chewy? Did you lose a filling? No, it's really hard. It's that really oh, good butterscotch it's suck that's on really, it. yeah. Like a Werther's original. Yeah, it's delicious. Was it? Also, I bought something else that was really nice, but um, anyway, that's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> got to go back and get some more for oh, Christmas. Oh, gosh. Do you remember that year I got shamed on Facebook for opening the... Um... I know she listens to this as well, <laughs> but you know who you are um, for opening the Quality Street too early. Yeah. Mm. Oh, see, uh, I would open them. When would you? I think December one is fine to open a, the Quality Street. Well, like, when do you put your tree up? Well, I don't know if I will bother. Uh, like, I'm well, not. A, generally speaking, I just, oh, I don't. I don't care. Never. Yeah. See, we would always put. Cause my dad's birthday was the 18th of December, so right. we would always put the Christmas tree up on his birthday, which right. is quite late for a lot of people. Yeah, I don't think the tree went up in my mother's house until Christmas Eve. Right. I think she was and then put it down on the 6th of Jan. Yes, yeah. Epiphany or something, yeah. is it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh, you're getting me excited about yeah, Christmas there now. There you go. Well, I won't have Christmas in London, but I will have Boxing Day in London. Mm. So that's quite exciting, isn't it? Yes. It? It'll be cold, might be snowy. Oh, yes. Sing some carols. Yeah. Or not. Or not. So, in terms of. Um, you know, eating too much at Christmas. Yeah. Are you concerned, Claire, that, you know, about the whole COVID kilos plus Christmas kilos, or <laughs> do you not give a flying fig? A I flying fig pudding. fig roll. I don't care. Look, I refuse to be COVID kilo shamed. Yeah, so, so has this happened to you? Well, no, but it's funny how when you go to places, the first thing that people say is, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, you know, oh, we've all packed on a bit, or she looked a bit heavier than yeah. normal, or someone will go, oh, I've put on about 10 kilos. Do you like, think everyone has put on weight, or do you think it's because we haven't seen everyone? No, and, I do and think people pers- have. Oh, they have. But I don't think, like, I think mm. that, I think the first time around everyone did because everything they, they were all too scared to go out. The second time everyone still kept exercising and doing things mm. more, maybe. I just I think that maybe it's just been an excuse for some people to... I caught sight of myself in the mirror today and thought, oh, she's stacked it on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I refuse 
refuse to let you be COVID sh- kilo shamed even by yourself. Even by myself. I don't think, I mean, I feel like. I do feel like, you know, some of us do have to sort our shit out though. I would say that. Some of us, not <laughs> yeah. mentioning any names, Claire. <laughs> oh, I was actually talking about myself again. That is my want. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, I just, I know mm. I've put on a bit, but I don't think I've mm. put on as much as, as I could have. Um, and, you know. Well, women in the UK, they're not, they don't care, do they? And they're going all out embracing gangbusters. gangbusters. It's all about the nudity. Yeah, apparently it's like naturism is massively big there. Yeah. Which is str- strange because it's colder. But apparently midlife women are just, like, loving themselves sick. I think that's very healthy. I don't know that I would do it. It's because um, Heidi Klum posted a photo of herself in the nude. So, you know, it doesn't mean to say that all of us no. slightly larger people are going to. But um, a TV host called Ulrika Johnson, she was 53. She posed in nothing but a pair of Wellington boots. Gwyneth Paltrow was 48. She posted a naked photo recently as well. So, So it's like all these women who are... It has to be said, models for a living. Models. <laughs> I would, I don't mind the idea of posing for a nice portrait if somebody was going to celebrate me. Right. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. Like... I don't know that I want to get nude in front of anyone. I mean... Well, I would if it was like an amazing photographer or a, a painter. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Wouldn't so, you do that? Yeah, maybe. I guess I would. Yeah. I guess I would. Um, but I... They'd have to strategically place bits around me. Yeah. So, yeah. Dried fruits, <laughs> <laughs> a low-hanging plum. <laughs> I'd like to see that. I would like to see that. But apparently, um, because it's really good for you to actually get naked with other people, and not with other people, in a, not in a sexy way, right? But because it, it increases your body appreciation, because you don't get anxious about social anxiety stuff, because everyone's body is so different. It's like when you go to a beach and it's full of families, yes, and there's lots of old ladies, yes, and middle-aged people, and yes. fat people, and thin yes. people, and all sorts. In Europe, it's fat old. Men with, you know, little yeah. tiny speedos. Yeah. yeah. Well, but even just like, you know, just a nice generational thing. And you go, oh, God, everyone's body is so different. It's so nice. So actually, I do understand that disrobing mm. thing where you just, you, all of your things go to, get thrown to the wind. Yes. But I don't know that I'd like to sort of, you know, would I go and pose for a still life portraiture person in class? You know, one of those paintings and Pino classes or something. Um, would you? I don't think you would. No. Do you think I would? Mm, I would if I'd yeah. had some Pino. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Depends on what I don't know what I'd had. Um, I don't know that. I, I do would. love that ad where the you know the um it's exactly that and then the um the lady says oh that's good and the little painter boy goes mum it's <laughs> quite funny. Yeah. One thing that hasn't helped my COVID kilos, Claire, is yeah. um, snack attack. Snack and attack, it, snack I forgot attack. to put it on the list, but I need to tell oh, you yeah, about these. Oh, yeah, a photo of them. Here's a photo. Alina's Seeded Alina's Crackers. Bakehouse. O- Alina is O-L-I-N-A, apostrophe Ooh. S. It's lovely water. Oh. Bought that by your lovely husband. Oh, that's nice of him. Silently. <laughs> seeded Snackers. Oh, they're called Seeded Snackers. Oh. I thought they were crackers. I've just noticed that it oh. says Snackers. Are they nice? Balsamic vinegar and caramelised onion. Ooh. And they're not bad. Timmy liked them. Yeah, they're not bad. They're quite small. You could eat them on their own or you can put little bits of blue cheese on top. Mm. Quite enjoyed. Wow. Well, you I bought had, us something. I did, but you refused to eat them. Yeah. 
crickets and mealworms. Well, that's yeah. the new thing, isn't it? Everyone's it eating. Is the new, I mean, insects. we'll all be eating it in five years when all the agriculture's gone to literally dust. Well, we're supposed to, aren't we? We're mm. supposed to embrace them. I, I too, am a little bit squeamish. Well, My they husband fill a, bought fill them. Filled with protein. Yeah, they're very good for you. Yeah. And crispy and crunchy and flavourful, apparently. But I haven't even been... Have you a- tried them? No, I'm too scared to open the packet. Has your husband tried them? No, he just bought them for me. I got them delivered in a random... One of those, like, your package is coming. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my package. I haven't ordered anything for once. And then I got these crickets and mealworms So you, did you actually order them? No, he ordered them. Oh, he a, ordered them. As a them. surprise for me. Right. And then he said, you and Lisa should talk about them on the podcast. <laughs> well, we're talking we're about, talking about them. them. We just haven't eaten them. We're not going to eat them. Oh, look, we should probably try to eat them. Oh, it well, is. Oh no, no, not now. Oh, okay. Another time. All right. Okay. Yeah, have a some more later. Wines. Some okay. later date. All right. Um, shall we do some uh, culture club? Culture club. Culture club. <laughs> now yes. you're happy that something's back. Yellowstone's back. Yeah. Do you watch it? I did one episode of it, uh, and it, I got very confused. Did you start from the start or did you yeah, just leap no, in? No, I started from the start. Oh, you got to give it a you got to give it a red hot crack. You've got to give it three episodes. Well, no, you just got to you've just it's, yeah, it's stick a, with it. It's a you know it's like a sweeping epic. epic soap opera style in the style of um, dynasty you know, or something. Dynasty, yeah, yes. exactly. So it's um, our very own Australian legends in it this season, season four. Who? Jackie Weaver. Is she? Yes. Does she play a love interest for Kevin Costner? I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, Kevin Costner's back. It starts. I don't with this... think I've made that up. Okay, <laughs> I'm not accusing you no. of having done that. But if you have, that's a great thing to have just pulled out of thin air. Yeah. Um, so for those playing at home, he is John Dutton, who owns this big ranch in Yellowstone Park in Montana. And at the last episode of the last series, they all got shot. Now I don't want to give any spoilers away. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, it was a big a big shootout thing happened, and not in a kind of Western old style way, mm. in a very modern way. Mm. Um, and so this time when they came back, you, you weren't to know who could be alive. Well, that's and very who could Dallas. Be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So that was amazing. Um, and, of course, with Succession back as well, mm. and they're both on Mondays. Oh. It's like my Mondays are made. Oh, do you watch them both in one night? Yeah. Oh, well, there, actually, there was two episodes of Yellowstone already. I oh. only watched one of them. Amazing. That's Honestly, too much... Too much horses, t- cowboys, Cole Hauser in chaps. Yeah, it's just great. That's too much Kevin Costner for me. making his lovely face as he makes oh, the lovely oh. face. His lovely face, Kevin Costner. I love it. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, I have been watching a show called Everyone Loves Raymond. Yeah, <laughs> everybody loves Raymond. Which isn't it? I don't know what it's called. Everybody loves Raymond. I think is it's it? Everybody oh, loves okay. Raymond. Anyway, I've always hated this show, yeah. like with a passion. And then I caught an episode of it the other day and it really made me laugh. And then I realised the whole thing's on Stan. So I've started watching it from episode one. It's actually very funny. We know that Phil Rosenthal yes, wrote it. I do know. He's oh. the creator. Yeah. Have you watched it? Yeah, but not for a... I don't... I, don't, I think I really liked it at the time. I like the wife, Patricia The wife Gibbons. is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's just, honestly, if you haven't watched it... The brother's really cool. The brother's isn't he? really funny. It's this, this this Italian family, and they live in Long Island, which you'd love it because it's all like four, four, four. They live opposite each other in the same street, and they're all in and out of each other's lives and yeah. carrying on. And it's a bit, it's a bit Seinfeldy, and a bit sort of. It's just very much of its era, which is early nineties. Um, and if 
It's just 22 minute episodes. You know I love that. Oh, you love nothing more than 22 nothing minutes. Nothing more of good than TV. 22 minutes. And some of it is not traveling well. Yeah. Um, but you sort of, I think you have to gloss over some of that stuff and just sort of ignore it. But it's a brown living room show, isn't it? Like a brown it, living room. You know what does how, that mean? Well, you know how um, it's like. Well, I know exactly it's in what it means room. now you've said it. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of those, the, yes. lots of those shows of that era were those brown living room and shows. And so many of them, they walk in the front door straight yeah. into the living room. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, Roseanne yeah. and. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is one of those Married shows. With Children. Married with children. Yeah, it's very American. Um, but that has made me laugh. And then I also did watch the... Um, did you watch the block finale? No, I haven't watched any of the block. I don't like the block. Oh. But talk about it. No, not, not much to say, really. <laughs> Mitch and Mark one. Or Mitch, Mitch and Mark and one. Were. Yeah, there was a bit of a scandal. Mm. It's a bit of a hoo-ha. Mm. Um, I just couldn't believe the house prices. They made me feel sick. Um, it's a bit depressing, I think. It is a bit depressing. Mm. And... Um, oh, I've read a book. Yes. Oh, you read. Oh, the I finished Tales, it. Yeah, yeah. Amor Tales book, Lincoln Highway. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think um, most people would enjoy it. I think I said last week it's a road trip set in the fifties, and it's a boy who's um, he's coming out of sort of reform school after a terrible accident, and then his dad's died, and then he has to go and pick up his brother, and then they're going on a road trip to find mm. their mother, mm. but then some people come along for the ride quite literally uh, and then they wend their way through America on the Lincoln Highway which goes from um, New York to I think San Francisco right. it's the first freeway across America um, mm. and now I want, I'd quite like to do it yeah 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 so I enjoyed it it's a road trip 1950s Americana um, lots of sort of um, heart and soul because that's what he does a more tales um, more Tales sounds like one of those jokes where you ring up and go, <laughs> you know, Seymour Butts. butts. <laughs> or it actually also sounds like something you'd buy off um, QVC. <laughs> With this Amor Tales, you'll never have a, a wet windscreen again. <laughs> this range of Amor Tales yeah. will see you through winter. <laughs> he's um, quite good at um, tugging on the heartstrings. Oh, and he, this one, he's sort of um, there's quite a lot of Greek mythology in there, which I'll... I've never been very strong on Greek mythology, mm. so I quite enjoyed that. Mm. Um, what Gosh, else? What it seems else? like it's got something for everyone in yes. here. Yes. Um, I went to the Karen restaurant. Yes. The Karen Diner. Yes. Have you heard about it? I have. We talked about it, didn't we? Did we? Mm. Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Um, so it's a yes. restaurant that they've done in Sydney, and it's that they're going to be really rude to you. Yeah, it's a pop-up Um where Neil Perry's burger bar used to be. Yeah. So actually the burgers are excellent, as are the chicken wings. Mm. And the cocktails were pretty good as well. Mm. So and yes, the cocktails all had funny names like... Yes, um, Be More Karen or... Yeah. I don't know. A More Tales. <laughs> a More Tales. And, and the point of it is that the, the staff are really rude and then you get to be really rude back. It's like a, a theme... Um, the staff are pretty cute. They're all 21 um, and they're sort of theatre studies students. Right. And so, oh, sounds painful. So they, it, no, they were pretty <laughs> funny. And then they did some, they did some sort of um, audience participation type Oh, even things. more painful. Oh, um, God. But the sad bit about it was, you know, I sort of got quite into it and was being quite rude to them, but then they looked really upset. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, but isn't this what I'm meant to be doing? And oh. then... Um, and then I said to them, I said, it's all well and good. I said, but you're all 21. I said, why aren't there any 
you Karen. know, so called. You actually, we hate the phrase Karen, don't yeah, we? We, we do. think it's sexist and ageist. Yeah. But I said, where are the actual Karens? And they said, oh, we did have one, but she was she was too rude, so they had to let her go. <laughs> That's so like, great. They are too much Karen. Yeah, she was too Karen. Too Karen for um, her own good. So look, I mean, if you fancy a bit of a laugh and a giggle, it's probably not a bad night I think out. You lost me at audience participation. Yes. Well, I like the, a burger, though. The burgers are excellent. And one of the people I was with was, um, you know, absolutely horrified when he realised it was audience participation yeah, and sort of no. was hiding under the table. <laughs> it's not my finest <laughs> moment either. Um, speaking of Karen, so quickly, can I just say yeah. something that we were going... We, I think we skipped over, but I wanted what to bring it? up, which was that neck hump thing that was on the Daily Mail. Did oh, you yes. say that? No, I, look, I need to read it because my neck hump is horrendous. Yeah. No, I just think they it was a Karen. They call it a widow's... Yeah. Hump or something, yeah, don't it's, it's awful, <laughs> awful, awful wording of things, yes. isn't it? All these things from yesteryear. Yeah. But um, you get from sitting at your desk, especially through COVID, where we're all sitting yeah. at stupid desks that yeah. aren't proper, that you get this little neck hump. And there was this great story on the Daily Mail from this guy who was a physio, um, just telling you how to get rid of it. And basically mm-hmm. what you do is you put your hands behind your head. Yeah. And you put your, so your elbows are facing up. And you lock your. I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm watching everybody. you. <laughs> yeah, um, just lock your line. fingers together. Yeah, and then you put your elbows up the wall, so you kind of stretch your whole. Are you to the back or to the front? To the, the front. Wall? You're facing, You're facing the, wall. the wall. Yeah. You slide your elbows up the wall to stretch mm-hmm. out your spine, mm-hmm. and you can feel it. You just do it a few times a day. So, and but uh, he's got before and after photos on the thing, and oh, it's yeah. amazing. I'm gonna like, have a look. You can have a look. Yeah, it's really worth worth right. a look. Well, that I definitely need to do that because I'm Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, I am. I'm like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. yeah, so it's very, very worthwhile. I highly recommend looking at the story. I'll post the story in the PDAs for all of us oh, yes. humpy ladies. What is a PDAs? It's our Facebook group, Lisa. Oh, yes. Yeah. We've got a few people on there now, Yeah, we, we do. We've got nearly a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. We like to keep them busy, don't we? Yes. Mm. Um, talking of work. Yeah. I turned my spare room into a study this week. Amazing. Which is amazing. I showed it to you, didn't you did. I? You really liked good. it. Yeah, because I can see it now because I'm here in you're the here. house. Um, but it does mean I don't have a spare room right. for oh, people to stay yeah. in. Yeah. But do you think that matter? Like, I'm just like, well, stay somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't... Uh, that room, nobody stayed in it for two years and it just became a... Dumping ground. Have you got an extra bed should you need it? Well, it's in storage. Yeah, well, there you go. It's in the much maligned storage unit. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You don't? No. All right. Should we do some work in nine to five? Yeah. We're talking work, about work in nine to five. Um, a way to make do I love these stories. So this was um, one on Fairy God Boss, which um, is one of those sort of advice websites for worky people. Yes. Um, mainly ladies. And these are red flags to look out for if you're applying for a job. And you know what's so hilarious is um, how many of these you see all the time. I know, I know. So these were the red flags, right? Yep. Fast-paced environment. Ugh. No. Horrifying. I mean, I'm exhausted already. It means toxic environment, says this person, but also it can just mean way too busy. Too can't busy. Get anything done. Overworked, under-resourced. Yep, yep. Um, number two was like a family. Oh, no. No. No, no. Is your... I want to separate life and work. Yes. Willing I think... to do whatever it takes to get the job done. No. That means overpaid. 
no work-life balance. Overpaid. I mean, underpaid. 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 Yeah. Have to work around the clock. This was another one. Fun-loving. See also great vibe. Oh, no. I mean, it's nice to have fun at work, but that's not why I necessarily work, do you? Well, I just think that if you say that, it means just you have to be like one of those people that has a mug that says you don't yeah. have to be mad to work here, but it helps. Somebody, um, Seb Jones on Twitter said... Um, I'm so glad I'm an adult who can read these kind of things and realise that fun-loving office with a great vibe means it's a start-up and the CEO definitely goes around giving women unwanted shoulder massages and talking <laughs> loudly about his cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, this one person says, I avoid any job that wants to hire someone who is energetic. <laughs> energetic. Oh, my God. It's like so un energetic uh, must have a thick skin yeah well, that just means people are going to be assholes because your boss is an asshole yeah i mean it just means people are going to shout at you and be rude i was reading um the other day on my favorite site which is ask a manager and this person um was interview interviewing for a job on a thursday and then they rang and they said oh we're really sorry we can't do it on thursday can you do it on saturday and she said, well, no, I have a prior commitment with my fa- a prior family commitment. Mm. And then they emailed her on the Monday and said, We've, we're taking you out of the running. That was a test to see how um, passionate you were about oh my wanting God. the job. And it's, it's like, terrible. It is terrible. And I think people need to realise it works both ways and that actually at that point you can go, I don't want the job because yeah. you're idiots. No. Um, so are there any others that we missed in no, that list, I think any of the particular red flags for you looking well, at things? Well, I think just that um, willing to do what it takes scenario. And the fun-loving stuff just gets me. Just say what the job is. Tell me how much you're going to pay me. How much it me. pays, whether Nothing. it's full-time, whether I'm in, you know, whether I can work remotely. Yeah, but the pay thing is like you never get told how much. No, it's infuriating. It's like I'm not, it, then they say how much do you expect to be paid and you yeah. say, oh, you know, and you I give them a thing. Expect to be paid one go, billion pounds, please. <laughs> and they go, oh, you've got tickets on yourself. Yeah, so annoying. Um, this was another story. Um, that we enjoyed these five expressions make all your emails sound whiny okay <laughs> yeah and it says this is um on fast company which is one of those ones that keeps coming up in my facebook Email. chain oh, yeah facebook feedy thing it says we're ra- wired to read emails in a negative way that's really interesting it isn't, is, it? isn't it um if you want to inspire people rather than make them cringe don't use these phrases in your messages it's interesting because email is so hard with tone i always i always say it um, you must be very careful about how how you email people. Mm. This one, avoid this phrase at all costs. Do you know what it is? Mm. I'm afraid. Oh. Yeah. I'm afraid um, your work hasn't been good enough. Yes, I'm afraid we've gone with another candidate. Mm, it's basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically it says there's an emotional undercurrent and um, it's always bad news. So. Oh yeah. Do you want to say, know what to say instead? Yeah. Just say we've chosen another candidate, mm. or your work has not been at the level I would have expected. Oh, fine. <laughs> Be like that then. Be like that. <laughs> unfortunately, don't um, use the word unfortunately. Why? It, because it shows regret. Or yes. Something. Or apology. Mm. Um, and it's a bit like I'm afraid it's an unnecessary negative. All oh, right. So instead, you just say I'd like to do it, but I can't. Whatever. You or... say I'm so I'm so oh, I'm so flattered that you would ask me to be your keynote sp- speaker, but um, unfortunately, I'll be in Mexico. <laughs> I'm in Mexico, um, <laughs> chowing down on uh, fajitas. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. 
through no fault of my our own is another one. Yes. So you say things. What? And they don't give you an example of that though. Like, no. oh, well, this isn't going to happen through no fault of my own. Yes. And it's like, well, it's not whose fault is it? Yeah, I mean, you're if, you're delivering, to... if you're delivering the message, mm. you're just trying to cover your butt, aren't you? Yeah. You're just trying to I'm always not trying be... to cover my butt. <laughs> Getting harder with the COVID kilos. What about the next one? It concerns me that. It concerns me that. Yeah, it's very passive You can't get along with your teammates. Yeah. What's that got to do with you? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and this was the last either. one. Mm. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to contact me. I use that all the I time. I use it all the time. Why do they say it's bad? Um, it smacks of uncertainty mm. because it makes people think, what questions should I have? Oh, yeah. Should I have questions? Yeah. What have mm. I missed? Fair enough. Why aren't you giving me all the answers yeah, already? Fair enough. Fair yes. enough. Mm. So close with a more positive. I look forward to your agreement or I'll set up the schedule for our work together. <laughs> Called a presumptive closing. Oh, yeah. hello. There you go. <laughs> you know isn't it? Yeah. yeah, well, that was working nine to five. Did mm. you do your singing or not? Yeah, I did. Oh, did you? Mm. I didn't hear you. Mm. Oh. All right. You just block it out now. I do. Well, we're going to talk about sex in the city now. Yeah. Oh, is that your phone? It is. Turn it <laughs> off. Um, sex in the City, the reboot. Yeah. Which I th- believe is called and just like that. Yeah. Isn't it? Yes. Um, and it's coming in December to HBO. Yes. So it is going to be on in Australia, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Ten yeah. episodes. Yes, ten, it's only ten episodes. And it's Sex and the City rebooted. Um, they're all in their 50s now. What's-her-face isn't there, Kim no. Cattrall. We don't know no. what's happened to her yet. No. There's lots of um, flippity flapping about the clothes and everything. And I remember once when it all started and they started filming, we talked about it on this very podcast, Claire. And you said and they I were wearing said, the wrong shoes, didn't I you? I said they were wearing the wrong shoes, but I also said they're just, I just, it just makes me sad how old they are. And you said, well, they are old. And now I've come round to your thinking... Yeah, as, as has, I knew it would only take a matter of time. Yes, as has SJP. Yeah, yeah. Well, so she's come out guns are blazing. Yeah, because of all this people going on and on about they're too old and stuff. Misogynistic chatter, she calls it in vogue. She says it would never happen about a man. But she's so right, isn't she? Yeah. You know, nobody goes on about. I know I use these as an example. The Rolling Stones are touring again. Yeah. Nobody's banging on about them being oh, old I farts. do sometimes, but I, do, I, I oh. do understand this. Yeah. But it's like, they're just because she's got grey hair, yeah. it's because she, you know, they've got wrinkles. And she's great because she doesn't have a lot of surgery, she doesn't mm. have a lot of Botox, she's got wrinkles, she looks older, you know. And, I mean, fair play to her. She's been in an industry which, you know, spends its whole thing talking about youth and yeah. beauty. And here she is with all the wrinkles and everything. And she says... It almost feels as if people don't want us to be okay with where we are, as if they enjoy us being pained by who we are today, whether we choose to age naturally and not look perfect or whether you do something that makes you feel better. I know what I look like. I have no choice. What am I going to do about it? Stop ageing? Disappear? Fair enough, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes, she's on the cover of Vogue, isn't she? She looks amazing and she's got amazing clothes on, as you would expect. And then one of the writers... um, had a little rant as well and i can't work out what their name is king which one's he someone king anyway he says when we announced and just like that there were a lot of positive reactions but one bitchy response online was people sharing pictures of the golden girls and i was like wow so it's either you're 35 or you're retired and living in florida there's a missing chapter here 
Mm. He, this is what Nixon says. I think it's revolutionary to do a show about middle-aged women with their ageing lady bodies. Oh, I do too. Hallelujah. Yeah, so I'm all up for it. I think it's just a, I think it's really, really good. It's like when we yeah. watched The End and Noni Hazelhurst got naked and she, you know, she's like a 70-year-old woman with bits flying everywhere. Oh, flying everywhere. It's just like, it's so nice to see that because I reckon lots of men don't know what older ladies' bodies look like if mm. they haven't, you know? You and know. it's like, they all they see is Heidi Klum or, yeah. you know, Sophia Vergara or whatever. And it's yeah. like, that's, there's a time and place for that. Yes. But actually, real women have... It's just a reality. Bouncy bits. Bouncy bits. <laughs> um, one thing I wonder if they will have in the Sex and City reboot, I wonder if they're going to master the art of the neck mess. Oh, well, I'm sure they do. They would have already mastered it. Yes. I think that... Do you well, know what we, well, we could have put it with a lump, a neck oh, lump, a, neck as lump. Well, a hump. But um, I do, and you do have a neck mess. Well, I try you? to have a neck mess. I love, the, I love the look of a neck mess, which is layers of chains and necklaces. Mm. And I have many necklaces and many chains, and they all mean something to me, which is in this story in the Telegraph says that's important. But and so Gwyneth Paltrow does a really good neck mess, oh, and she so would. does J Lo. She would. She would. Hers is excellent and JLo's is also excellent and they're all quite into um this boutique which is called um so there's misoma um which is where they get all these sort of pendants and chunky chains and right there's an art to layering up your necklaces and um the thing I find though is that all of my chains they all get wrapped around each other yeah. And then they all get turned into a big lump. Yeah. So I think the art, from what I'm reading here, is that all the chains have to be different sizes and use some really chunky ones in there. And then I saw a really good one where people were sort of layering up really fine beads as well. So it just to me, it's just like something waiting to get caught up in the back of your neck hair. Well, that does happen, Claire, yeah. and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And then you can't get the little hairs no. out of the fine chains. No. So it is all about the chunky... The chunky um, chains so more wrapper yes big yes enormous gold chains yes a few of them you wouldn't yeah. be able to lift your head you'd get a neck hump you'd need to do your exercises well, then you do your that. exercises so we're just covering all bases <laughs> here and there was a lovely um beaded necklace and it was 195 pounds from liberty but um mm. i Keep like it the look. The it's called the neck mess check it out maybe i'll put this story on the pdas yeah why don't you i think it's a very you know what it's it, you know how we've all you always love wearing loads of neck bangles and stuff yeah. it's sort of like it's take moves it on from there yeah and oh. i think it's very appealing to women of a certain age for well, some because reason it covers up all your bit all oh, your maybe. skin maybe yeah, or your maybe. aging Maybe. I have lots of pendants and bits and bobs and they all mean something to mm. me. So I, th I like to wear things that have meaning because I feel close to the people who gave them yeah. to me or what I don't have wear you. necklaces. Don't but you? I well, maybe we should change you. Mm. Get, get, get you in a neck mess one day. See what it, lay <laughs> you up in a neck mess. In a neck mess? It sounds like some kind of terrible, like you're in traction. I've got a very quick follow up. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's yes. a follow up. It's a follow up. Do you want it's it? a follow up. It's yes. a follow up. Um, you know me and my misophonia and my... my yes, yes, yes. So a listener contacted me um, and said they have bought Bose earbuds. Yes. Now, they're not AirPods. They're earbuds. No, yes. So oh, they're okay. just purely for sleeping. Oh. Um, they're tiny. I've investigated them. They're almost like the size of a hearing aid. You pop them in 
and then you have the app on your phone and there's 60 different noises like pink because he was saying pink noise yes. he's been listening to pink noise for two weeks first time he's slept in years wow is that okay so you pink noise or there's airplane noises or there's rain and it just so they're not noise cancelling they just play this these sounds into right. your ears and then you go off to the land of nod claire oh, sound yeah. good well i was just going to say my airpods are noise cancelling yes. as well but you know that's got nothing to do with anything now no it probably does it's probably very helpful during the day, but this is particularly he he struggles oh, at night. Oh, I might get myself some. Would you do you struggle with nighttime noise? No, no, but you but do uh, struggle with sleeping. I don't sleep very well. No, unless I take sleeping tablets. Well, or I wonder if some pink noise. Have you tried my pink noise? I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it tonight with my AirPods in. Why don't you try it? I'll try it and I'll report back. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay, you find it on the YouTube. Okay, um, and some of them are like ten hours of pink noise. Mm. Or oh, you'll be oh, out like a lot. And if you had my little mister. Mm. Mister. No. <laughs> Don't call Jimmy that. <laughs> and on that note. On that note. <laughs> all right. Well, lovely to speak to you in person. Squ- squeak to you. <laughs> squeak to you in person. <laughs> one bottle of wine down. Yeah. All right. We're, we're going to dinner next. now. We are. We'll see it's you fun, next week it? for more fun and frolics. Okay. We'll come to the PDAs. Okay. Well, you don't have to. You can no, I can, though. I <laughs> yeah, live there. Yeah, please do. All right. All right. Bye. Okay, bye.